himself and doesn't have to do a killing uh, to make himself liable, but can't use the shabbos um, is sufficient to make him liable. So here the Gemara says that the reason for this, because normally any time a person wants to make himself chayav, we have a concept of his chayavus, but I do have not. Uh, uh, normally you, have, you make, make yourself chayav, a person's chosen, uh, that's good to the chuppah, he's mechayav himself, what's in the ksuba, he does a kinyan to oblige himself to, he's chayav to pay that money. Here you don't need a kinyan, because by he no, with that benefit, the guarantor has, that the loan is only happening because they're giving that reassurance, says, Gemara goma umatni. A person has enough uh, uh, sound mind and intent that they go ahead and they underwrite it without even doing a Kenyan. So in other words, the Kenyan normally is only to show intent, proper intent. So, so the Hayyan the, Nohi uh, is needed for you to be mischayev. Normally when you're speaking about Kenyan, you're talking about transferring from A to B ownership, so I have to be sincere in intention of selling it to you, you have to be sincere in, it, in intention of being, of acquiring it. Here with this Chaivas, you don't need both sides. The moment I'm a Chaiv, I'm obliging myself to pay this money to you in such and such a situation, then I'm Chaiv. So, so, normally you would need a Kenyan to show proper intent, or to create proper intent. Here, because I can see that the Alvo is only happening because of me, that gives me a certain geschmack, a certain feeling of, 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 of achievement, a certain feeling of being choshev, and that is that is sufficient to make it binding that I don't actually even need a kinyan. Says the Ramah. Sorry, a kinyan doesn't have to be shavuotu. Kinyan doesn't have to be shavuotu. You kinyan, you get you return back. It's not like a question of shavuotu. No, but but here I'm not with the hanor that I have. I'm gone on makni, says the Gemara. That means I have proper intention to oblige myself, as if I've done a meisikin. Can you understand? I take it from you, I give it straight back. I don't have any benefit from whatsoever. It just creates intent, it, or it shows this is genuine. This is serious. You've gone to the level of not just speech. I've done an action to reinforce what I'm saying. That makes it real. By or by guarantor, you don't need that. The fact that you are. Uh, seeing that this debt is only being lent, the money is only being lent because you are underwriting it, that is sufficient to create that obligation on your part. Says there are more, a similar case, even if you weren't actually mafurish underwriting the loan, but you said to the malva, lend to the lova, because I'm telling you he's good for it. This is on page one. Because I'm telling you, he's good for it. He, he's secure, he's financially sound. Your, your money's safe with him. And he does it based on your uh, reassurance or assurance that this person is sufficient, uh, sufficiently sound and safe and secure to lend to. Just to be very clear, we're not suggesting... Most of Canaan all say this. We're not talking about a case where at the time when you lent him the money, he was good for it. And then afterwards, he lost his money and that was a change in fortune. Nobody can be a novi. No one can see what in the future what's going to be. We're saying at the time, at the time when you underwrote it, um, at the time when you underwrote, well, not when you underwrote it, sorry, at the time when you gave this reassurance, it was wrong. It was false. 
maybe you meant it well. Maybe you thought that he was secure. Actually, you didn't know the debts that he had. You didn't know he was about to go under. And therefore, it transpired that the reassurance you gave was, was wrong. It was misplaced. No, Shekhe definitely doesn't mean deliberate. Shekhe means it was incorrect. Correct, correct. So then says the Ramah, Chayev l'shalim lo'i, you're chayev, the habi ki'ilunis arev lo'i, it says, if you guaranteed the loan. Now obviously, there's obviously difference, differences between the two. By arev, you're saying, lend to him and I underwrite it. Now, there's a chiddush that even though normally to make a person chayev, you need to do a kinyan, and he didn't do a Kenyan, so you could say he wasn't genuine in underwriting. He was genuine in underwriting. It says the Gemara, Bahia no, Gamamakna, he's genuine. He's genuine because he can see your lending because of him, he's genuine. Here, it's not quite the same. He's not accepting liability at all. You don't discuss liability. He says, I'm telling you, you lent him, he's good for it. And you know that he's relying on you, your Chayev. Because it's Ki'ilu, it's ki'ilu It's if you've underwritten it. It's if you're Arif. Says in the Sivas, which we saw last time, that here, uh, uh, um, literally the bottom left-hand line on the page, kibatsuachu, ein shafsi cotton vav zayin, which we're going to see soon. Uh, we're going to see ches actually. Umashvat zayin b'zechiu tam arvus rak din garmi, as we saw. Says the Nasibus, one minute, we have to distinguish, differentiate here between the halacha in the Mechaba, which is the halacha of Orev, which is what this similar is talking about, which is a guarantor, and the halacha over here, which is Ki'ilu, it's as if, but it's not quite the same. Why is it not quite the same? Because here Yochayim Bidin Garmi. What does it mean Bidin Garmi? Bidin Garmi is, as we've discussed many times, there's Hezek Mamish, where you go out and you cause an act of damage to someone else's assets, estate. There's grammar where you do an action which indirectly causes damage to someone else. And there's garmi which is somewhere in between. Either it's somewhere in between because it's a bit more connected than grammar but not quite damaging biodain. Or it's more in between because we've seen it's more shchiach, different pshatim, rishonim, achronim, how to learn what garmi is. One of the examples of garmi, as we've discussed, is maridin al-shulchani. Maridin al-shulchani, classic case where the, the Someone comes to pay me money, he owes me a, a debt, he comes to pay me with a coin, I'm not an expert in coins, I don't know if it's a counterfeit, not counterfeit, I show it to a person who's meant to be an expert, he looks at it and he says, yes, this coin is good, I wipe out the debt, I give him back the star, and then it turns out it was counterfeit. So in such a case, we differentiate if he was paid, if he wasn't paid, if he was an expert, or he wasn't an expert. Bottom line is, he knows, he can see, it's apparent that I'm relying on him. We saw two shitters in Ramah, whether you have to say I'm relying on you or it's apparent I'm relying on you or not. Mechaba says you have to say you're relying on him, it has to be apparent you're relying on him. But there, because he can see that you're relying on him, and you're telling him, yeah, it's good, you can give him back the star, this is a good coin, and that advice was wrong, and you weren't really qualified to give that advice, depending on the different cases which we're going to see come in here. So therefore, you're causing damage. Your bad advice is causing damage in a similar way as it could happen with a surveyor, it could happen with a lawyer, though a lawyer would be harder to probably to quantify because you can always turn and say, well, that's the way that judge looks at it. You know, it's always every judge different, etc. But I'm sure there can be cases where a lawyer could give the wrong advice, something clearly, you know, the wrong advice for this context. He could give you advice for, you know, whatever you can have this with planning, you can have this with, sorry? 
a date, right, okay. You, you know, you have to file by this date and, and you missed it now, etc. So, again, in most of those cases, you'll hopefully have professional identity insurance, etc., etc. But we're speaking from a halachic point of view. In all of those cases, they've got something in common, which is that you're not physically going to damage someone else's property. You're staying in your office, they're in their house, you're not touching anything, you're not, doing a, you're not taking acts to, to, their, to their table. You're not doing a physical act of, act, of, of Hezek. On the other hand, they are relying on your guidance. You know they are relying on your guidance, if you do, and that's where things, if it's not clear, that's where it will get complicated. And as a result of your guidance being wrong, at the time, we're not talking about if the law changed after, you know, that, at the time it was wrong, there was a damage which you suffer. And that, Yuchayim, it didn't garmi when it fits certain criteria. Says the Nasivas, there are more over here who's speaking about a third party telling a Malva, yes, you can lend him, don't worry, he's good for it. I never said I'm underwriting it, so I'm not an Oriv. I can't be an Oriv if I never said I'm, I'm accepting that responsibility. correct. Yeah, but that's but yes, but but that's not a raya because all I'm potentially being an Ari for is that he's good for it now. I, I never said. What do you mean? Again, a normal Ari is an Ari that he's going to pay, and if he doesn't pay, I'm responsible. Right? But here, you're not you're not saying you're responsible. So clearly. Even according to Amor, it can't be that you're responsible that he's going to pay, but what, but it could be you're responsible that he can pay. And if I'm wrong on that, I'm Chayev. Now I'm not saying that. Right? I'm not saying that. But you could have such a concept where a person is prepared to underwrite that he's, that he is good for the money. Whether he will pay or not pay, that I'm not underwriting. If he underwrites it, yes. What is Arvis? What is Arvis? Arvis is Mikabla Christ. You're underwriting, sorry? No, what I'm saying is you can have a limited achrayas where you're saying, I'm underwriting that he is, he's good for the funds. Whether he will then pay, I've got no idea. I'm not a novi. I'm not, I'm not accepting if he does. I'm just, I'm just underwriting liability that he's good for funds. So that if he's not good for the funds, I'm having to pay. Potentially, yeah. Correct. So, it's like insurance policy. If he was good for, yeah, I was never underwriting him as a person. I was never saying he is responsible. I'm just telling you he has the money. If you're worried, does he have security? I'm telling you he's got the money. No, because if he was good right now, that's all I'm underwriting. I'm just, you don't know what his assets are. If you would know that he's got a million pounds, you're lending him 10,000, then you'll be fine. Right? But you don't know what he's worth. You've got no idea. He's telling you he's got the money, you don't know. Again, I'm saying, if someone would be happy with that munucha, I'm not accepting what he's going to do with the money, I've got no idea. I'm not saying I'm going to pay. I'm just telling you a fact. You don't know him, you trust me. I'm telling you, he owns right now, clean, 10 million pounds. No debts, nothing. He owns that much. Now, if that is enough security for you, meaning, let's say you'd know that yourself. Okay, comfort. Let's say, let's say, let's say we could prove it. So we're going to see in a minute, how can you ever know? We're going to see what, who can know such a thing. So, so let me... 
so, so therefore, what you're saying is, effectively, you can't have an expert who's entitled to open their mouth and say he's good for it. Okay. So then you should never truly open your mouth. Right. Or, give a massive caveat. Give a massive caveat. Okay. Right, so what, what you could say is, if it's mumish understood that no one can ever know such a thing, then what business does he have relying on me? Right? Okay, so let, let, let's see. Let, 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 let's see. No, that's not the question here. He, he he's understanding betuach. We'll see in a minute. As he he's, he's secure. Well, again, the fact that you could say someone's honest uh, um, doesn't mean that he's got money. So, again, it depends on how much money you're lending, how, what kind of security you, 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 how much peace of mind you need. But like, we're, we're going to see this. We're going to see this shach in a minute. But, but at the moment, I just want to again bring out this and see because this and because it was a number of weeks because we did it, and, and we're going to now focus more on ap- applying it. The Nasimus is saying. Although the Ramah says clearly, it's as if you've underwritten it. So it's as, no, but, but it's not Arvus. It clearly can't be Arvus. Arvus says, I accept liability. Here, you're not accepting liability. You're not accepting anything. You're just giving advice, an opinion, in a strong way, where you know he's relying on you. That's why you're because of Garmi. Says the Nasibus, what's enough Gemini? If it's because of Garmi or it's because of Arvus, who cares what the difference is? Says the we do care what the difference is. One of the differences, because Garmi, according to certain opinions, you only hire as a knas, and therefore we only penalize the person himself. If he passes away before, we're not going to make the Yoshim pay. So therefore, if, if this uh, person who gave the reassurance is Nifta, the Yoshim won't have to pay. Mashen came by Oriv, as we've discussed. If Oriv underwrites something, he's Nifta, his estate still owes that money. You can come after the estate because he signed a He's no different than a Loiva who's Nifta, where you can go after the estate. Right? So, so as we discussed in Hilchas Ribbis, there's a lot in common between an Oriv and a Loiva. Effectively, the Oriv is saying, I'm in place of the Loiva, in certain types of Oriv Kaplan, etc., etc. Now, it's very interesting, I saw, uh, 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 I, I, uh, Chaim's books had a, a sale, um, and I found their uh, safe I've never seen before, the Kerimat Sri Chuvas on Chosh Mishpat. Right? So that was quite a find, I've never, never seen it, I didn't know he passed on Chosh Mishpat. And there, he has just a, a fascinating uh, uh, shaila. Um, I, I'm not quite sure what the law was as far as rent, rental uh, landlord uh, tenant uh, um, obligations as far as extending leases, etc. But it brings a situation there where, where, let's say you've got a son called Reuven and a father called Yaakov, and Reuven wanted to rent a property. And... Um, the landlord wasn't happy relying on Reuven as a tenant because he was worried about the rent. So his father, Yaakov, came along and he said, no problem, I underwrite the rent. Right? So, so he underwrote the rent. And then, after two years in the property, the father came to the landlord and said, listen here, I don't really want to underwrite the rent anymore. You know, I've done it for two years. I'd come. I'm not doing it anymore. And... 
I don't remember, I saw very briefly, I don't remember if the landlord accepted that or didn't comment or whatever it was. I think that what happened was the landlord then tried to kick out the son. And the son wouldn't leave. Now, I don't know how protected, according to the law, the son was. This was pre-COVID, when you could still, in theory, kick out a tenant. And uh, I don't know to what level of security legally he had or didn't have. We just wouldn't go, etc., and after a period of time of the, of the son being there, not paying rent, and still being in the dira, um, now they came after the father, because he had signed Arvus. And he says, you know, you can't just walk away in the middle. Right? From the landlord's point of view, imagine if I lend someone a thousand pounds, and you act as an oriv, right? And I've lent them for five years. Middle, two and a half years into, into the agreement, you turn around and say, by the way, I've done two and a half years. You know, I'm sorry, that, that, that's it. You say, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> he hasn't paid back the money. What are you talking about? Right? Oh, says, says the Karimah Tzvi, Alpi Din, it's a year's contract. You're renting for a year at a time. It wasn't a five-year lease. It was a year's contract, right? And, and, so if you only have to pay really at the end of the year, except you contractually oblige yourself to pay every month, fine, okay. So really... Even if the father wouldn't have wanted to, said he's walking away, he only ever signed Arvas for what the contract was, which was one year. Really, at the end of the year, you could have terminated the contract. Either party could have terminated the contract. So the fact they don't terminate the contract and you carry on, that doesn't mean that the Oreo carries on. That's a fascinating uh, mashava. Yes, but, now think, let's think about it. When a con- oh, exactly. When is a contract a rollover? When two people continue on term, without discussing terms, then what's the implied terms? Whatever they were previously, we can, we can assume that it's the same terms continue. Because if you don't want the same terms, then you have to stipulate otherwise. Right? But the Ori wasn't party to anything afterwards. He says, the Karamatsvi says, after, because the contract was a 12 month rental period, after two years. He says, uh, between one and two, the father actually was never on the line. Because it's a contract for 12 months. The father didn't say anything, so he didn't say anything. But he said, yeah. If the contract says, like normal contract says, that this contract is a law known contract. No, it doesn't. Okay, so either explicit or implicit. Now, one second. When you say the law says that, that, that means that what? That if you don't stipulate otherwise, it rolls. No, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that we're talking about a, a tenancy where you can kick out the tenant after 12 months. Because if you can't, because if you can't, then it's a whole different story. Because you can't say I was only Ori for 12 months. He could stay and then you're on the line. Right, okay. But not if you kick him out at all once. You had the option of kicking him out. You didn't kick him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Effectively. I'm signing up as an Ori, I'm understanding what the, what the Hekka Tim said in that is. So I don't know whether, whether you, the, the, the vice president, probably not. So ask him after 12 months for a new Ori. It's a new contract. Was that? Yes, but the contract. <laughs> In the contracts. I, 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 I'm not sure. Again, so, so you're saying, again, let, let, let's analyze. Does an Oriv, 
in such a situation, after three years, three years, four years, have a right to walk up to the landlord and say, I'd come, I'm out. Right, but we all understand... But we all understand that in the middle of a loan which hasn't yet been repaid, of course you can't. Because it hasn't been paid. So what I'm saying is, if you understand this contract, can roll and roll and roll. Imagine, let's say, that the tenant would have a right to extend this contract as long as he wants. As long as he's paying rent or wherever it is. So then, and the landlord can't kick him out after those 12 months. Then I don't think he'd say this. Because at the end of the day, I, the landlord, want peace of mind. And if this tenant can, can extend it, and you're being the guarantor, then you're being guarantor, partial open-ended. So I'm assuming they're talking about a, a contract where either party could walk away. I think it probably says that. Either party can walk away. So that means I'm a contract, I'm, a t- I'm uh, on 12 months. That's the contract. You now want to carry on an arrangement, either by signing a new lease, or by implying and rolling over. Imagine you'll just sign a new lease. For the next 12 months, sign the same star, change the date, 12 months, and the Orif wasn't there, he never signed. Everyone would agree you're not Orif. Right. So if you think about it. Correct. He might assume he's gone after 12 months. I, I'm not, I'm, I don't, you could have gone the time like. No, no. When you say roll over, can, can we understand what is happening when you roll over? That means you have agreed to, to, to copy paste for the next 12 months. But you didn't get him to join that copy paste. He's not part of the tenancy. He's not part of the landlord. Again, why? Because he's the father. Imagine he wouldn't be the father. No, because what? So what? 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 The Karimatsvi is saying is this Oriv doesn't actually realize already at the end of the first four months he's no longer an Oriv. He thinks he is, but he's wrong. He's not. He never signed up for that. Right. No, because no, because sometimes you find a person thinks the chayv something not really chayv for. Right, in the marshal, if you have an oriv shleibashas matan mois, right, not at the time of the of the of the halva, and he the money has already been lent, and he didn't do a meisah kinyan. So it's the middle of a, 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 of a halva. The malva's getting a bit jittery. Is the lawyer going to pay, not pay? So, so I want to give him peace of mind and say, don't worry. If he doesn't pay, I'll pay. But he's already lent the money. I don't know about Yihanor that he'd gone out because of me. He'd lent him the money already before. The halacha is very clear. I need to do a kinyin to make me chayv. If I didn't do a kinyin, I might be amoritz. I've never learned the halacha before. I don't know. I think I'm chayv. Now all of a sudden, he's not paying the money. And you come knocking on my door, I'm about to pay, and I'm busy grumbling to my chavrusa about my bad muzzle because I thought this guy was good for it, and he's not good for it, and now I have to pay my chavrusa a bit more learning than me. He said, I said, whoa, 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 don't go so quick, I think you need to ask a shayla. I think actually in this case, you're not hired to pay. Did you do a kinyan? He said, no, I didn't do a kinyan. I remember in school, I doesn't need a kinyan. He didn't do a kinyan. You go and ask a shayla, that is no, if you didn't do a kinyan, you're not hired. Now, you might feel uncomfortable, morally, whatever, because both parties in good faith. But, but he didn't do anything because of you. He'd already lent the money. You thought you were giving him peace of mind. He thought he was getting peace of mind, but he didn't lend the money because of you. So I'm saying, here, the Ori might have thought, I'm Chayev. But Chazal say, without a Maisa Kinyan, you're not Chayev. Again, 
Geschmack, fein. So again, I want, I'm asking a, a, a longer shashayla. Is it the old contract which is now carrying on as if we change the date? Or are you taking the terms of the old contract and carrying them on verbally almost? Because you... Because you've got another option of extending it. Yeah. Now, let's say, let's simplify it. Let's say you don't have that. It's a con- it's at least for 12 months. At the end, everyone stayed in there. No one moved. So again, because you're saying that... If, let me ask you a different question. Imagine, um, I tell you, you want me to take you to Henton, to Stanford Hill... I charge £20. If you want me to take I'm happy to take you. I take you. At the end of it, you pay me £20. Next time, you see me, you say, by the way, are you going to Stanford Hill? I say, yeah, I'm going to Stanford Hill. I take I don't mention the money. I take you to Stanford Hill. I get to Stanford Hill. I say, can I have £20? You say, you discuss £20. I say, no, no, last time, I made clear, £20. You took it, you paid me. So the next time, when I do exactly the same thing, I'm entitled to assume you know I charge £20 for this thing. And if you take it, then you also... Because you're signing up for the same terms as as prior. So I'm saying, let's say it doesn't say that about the notice. And let's say you call up and say, are you happy for me to carry on? And he says yes. Correct. 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 That's what he's saying. Correct. No, how many that he's high because... If the document is clear, we can argue about whether the government law makes it clear. If the document is clear that this document is involved over the document, Okay. So again, I have to double check his lotion whether he. I don't. I think he was still quite more simple than than, than as contracts have evolved. But but let me ask you the other way around. Let's say there's an option to roll the contract, right? Um, does the Oriv have the right in that situation? To pull out after two years, ten years, twenty years. Sorry, where they, but the landlord and tenant decide to roll. Yeah, the, 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 the They're rolling on. Either the landlord or the tenant. He's underwritten an agreement between two parties. What I'm asking is. Well, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm asking the lawyer. What I'm asking is, when the guarantor signs as an Oriv, 
to a landlord and tenant agreement where they have a right to mutually agree to roll it on, is he signing a blank check that as long as they both agree to continue, he's high time to write that rent loan on void? Any year. Any 12 months. No, actively, actively, you're saying. Yeah, on the other way around, if he couldn't, it would seem to me, and I don't have the knowledge to that it's unreasonable, that the law would be unreasonable if he can't. Correct. He's not, no one, every Oriv knows the size of the debt he's underwriting, right? How, how much is the loan? I'm underwriting. Sometimes I get two Orivims to underwrite half. Does that mean we underwrite half, etc.? So say I'm underwriting for as long as they decide, as much money as they decide to make it, you, you know, it sounds ridiculous. Let's say you're talking about a substantial rent. Let's say it's for example, yeah. say ten thousand pounds a year rent. Right? So you can't say ha, again ha, when he makes the original and he says, "I'm underwriting." How can he underwrite for ten, ten years of ten thousand? Yeah, yeah. The items having hamnal that ten thousand is considered substantial rent in today's terms in gold's green. Of course you can. Yes, I'm saying, therefore, likewise, where well, you've got three parties, yes, if the document is reasonably clear, yes, then, then it might well be clear, so that's such that he has the right to, to terminate, he has the right to terminate, but the third party doesn't. No, it wouldn't be if it spells that out. Okay, let me, let me ask you the other round. So what happens if it spells out that only the tenant has the right to terminate? To, to, to extend. Or, or terminate. Meaning, the la- as long as the tenant wants to, to carry on, the landlord can't kick him out. Yeah. But then, when the or- how can the oracle be in the book? Perhaps there's some books that speak about these things. Don't sign as an oracle on such a thing. That's you must, you, when you sign, you must be very clear who you are. If anyone's learned anything from these shoeing over the years, watch that. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry? Like, like, like I say, it wasn't relevant in any case because the rent had been paid for those two years. But, but again, the fact that he thinks that he's high, let's say it hadn't been paid, right? Which would be unusual. He let him stay there without calling on the RF or the tenant. But what the, the Karamat Sui is saying is, that's, that's my car. Is it you? If it's me, let me know. I'm at the back. Um, uh, um, what, what, we, what, we, what we're saying is that, that he says the fact that he doesn't know, he thinks he's chayv doesn't mean he is chayv doesn't mean he's chayv he thinks he doesn't realize the halacha the halacha is after the first 12 months that's what you were an oriv for you were never oriv more than that you thought you were maybe but you didn't sign up for that so you're not chayv says the camera Street just one step further the fact that now the son's a gunner and he's staying on the property you, you signed arvus on, on a tenancy you didn't sign arvus on a geneva now that's dangerous sprach, because remember, we, 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 I gave you the, the tshuva of Yashiv, which I don't know if it was actually written there in tshuvas, but when I was in Eretz Yisrael, this went to Yashiv. I told you about the kail, where, where there was a, a member of the kail who, who um, borrowed a lot of money, and he asked one of the kailing alike to, to sign Arvus. They signed Arvus, and the next day he jumped the country. So they say clearly he never had any intention of paying back the money. So the younger man who underwrote it said, I signed Arvus on a halvon, on a geneva. This was never a halvon. He had no intention of ever paying. He took any ran. 
Said Rebbe Yashiv, yes, but when the Malva wants to lend money, he's only lending money because he's got the peace of mind that you, who he's happy to rely on, are going to pay if he doesn't get the money from the lover. He doesn't care why he doesn't get the money from the lover. He doesn't care if he doesn't get the money from the lover because he hasn't got the money, or he has got the money but he refuses to pay, or he's a Ganav, or any other reason. That's not relevant to you. Tachis, I want the Nuchos Nefesh. You underwrite me. I don't need to. I don't need to think any further. So, so therefore. It's, 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 it's a bit dangerous that that line. Uh, very interesting. I've never. Sorry. No, if he loses his money, he he, loses, he can't afford to pay rent. So he should leave. But in the meanwhile, for when he's been there, so he should leave. He should leave now. He has to leave because because he can't pay rent anymore. But on the rent he owes, on the rent he owes that I. That, no, what he's saying is how this. I, I tell you why it's different from my from my lover from Rilashiv Shaila. Rilashiv Shaila, the money was lent at the beginning, so you underwrote that that halva, that money, right? Is it me? So, so the 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 difference between the two is that in the case of the halva, at the time this money is being lent over, at the time the money is being lent over, you know this is the money you're underwriting, right? Here. The rent that was owed was owed. Now he wants to stay without paying rent. So, so those, John said, now he's just stumbling on my second neighbor. That would only be if it would be at the end of the year. What happens if it's in the middle of the year? Yes, that he would. In the year he would. In the year he would. You're now you're now just stumped as if you've walked in off the street and you're sleeping in my house. Okay, I've never seen before that with Shuva. He says, but Chaverai, uh, I think Ena Maskin was there or something. My friends and I, yeah, you got to you're certain on of to write, you know, in Shuva. But my friends don't quite see it that way. Yeah, very interesting. Uh, again, very interesting uh, 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 musug because uh, uh, um, the, the musug of the parties carrying on. Imagine that it, there's nothing in the shnah that says it extends, it carries on, etc. They just decide to carry on, copy paste. He never signs up for that, so no, no, he's not even what he signed up for. It makes sense. You can you can hear how you know how it could go again in today's contracts. It would be less. Is evolved. It's evolved. Correct. Nuances and laws and etc. Yeah. 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 So there's a lot of implicit. Yeah. yeah. So for example, now, if the law would be that a tenant is entitled to stay in, right, even though he's got a 12 month contract, let's say the law would be he's entitled to stay in as long as he's paying the rent. Well, I mean, he, that's the problem really, isn't it? But, but in theory, right, let's say he would for the next month or two and then be short in, in the middle of the next 12 months. So one could argue at the time when you sign a contract that's for 12 months in there is understood that the tenant has a right to extend so are you an oriv on that because that's an extension of the original deal that was he has a right within the within implied in the original deal well, it's interesting if the implied term is that as long as he's paying me he can stay there then, then no because what I'm, saying, no, what I'm saying he goes into the first month of the next 12 months yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's begun already and now he stops paying so you want oriv to pay the next 11 months 
like you're saying, it's like the next year rolled over. Sorry? Yeah, okay, so it won't be more than that. It won't be more than that then. Okay, okay. Um, fine. So, when you have what's all? So, 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 I'm saying, oh, just, to, just to bring out that point. So, Nochmal, the Nasivas is saying that the difference between when you're saying he's good for it, I'm telling you he's good for it, and when you underwrite it, is when you underwrite it, you're chayav. Right? When you say he's good for it, then you're only chayav midin maridin nishulchani. Right? Now, maridin nishulchani itself is machlekas. Do does he have to say, I'm relying on you? Or not. Right? There's Machlekas in the Ramah, the Machabah says that you do have to say I'm relying on you. Now by an Ori, by definition, you don't have to say I'm relying on you because he's telling you. you where, where he's not being paid, yes. You show it to him and he gives you an opinion. You can say afterwards, yeah, I gave you the opinion, but I thought you were going to go and ask someone else, etc. Right? I, I, you know, I, I didn't want to lend money to Reuven, I told you because and why do you, he doesn't have the money? And you say, yeah, he's, he's Baruch Hashem, he's, he's got a big Yerusha, he's got lots of money. But I didn't know you were relying on me. How am I meant to know you were relying on me? I, I, I was just telling you my opinion. I, I, you know, I thought you'd go and ask other people. So there, there's a shit. You've got, you've got to say, I'm relying on you. Right? Now there's, uh, uh, we're going to see Mitzvah next week, uh, 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 a couple of very interesting shilas, uh, uh, based on this, where, where, where people were in different situations, and they gave an opinion over. Uh, um, without saying, you know, I'm relying on you, and actions were taken, and, and, and hopefully by the end of it, we'll get a bit of more of a picture about how cautious and careful one has to be in, 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 in giving this certain feeling of comfort to someone else. As I said before, there's a big Yates Sahara to feel that you know what you're talking about. Right? It's Yates Sahara which is in Rabonos, it's Yates Sahara which is in any area of, of, of Mumchias. People generally don't like to caveat with, but don't rely on me. That's it. It doesn't have that geschmack. So you want to give it over like, yeah, okay, a hundred percent. Right? The only times I hear people say, can you rely on this hasha? Yes! If you say, okay, just tell me what hasha did you just look at? And you're taking it away now. Just tell me what hasha did you just look at? Well, uh, show me again. I know I've seen it, I know I recognize it, I know I've eaten it once before. It was exactly the same, not exactly the same. Sometimes it's so small you can't even read what it is. But I think that shape kind of, kind of thing. What? Yeah. Uh, for sure. Not only that. How many people are experts in telling you what, what test you need for what? Right? You do need, no, you can just get through with the thing. You don't need, you need to the other end. You don't need the other end. A guy goes and books a ticket, gets turned away at the airport because you told him the wrong the wrong information. It might have been the right information when you went two weeks ago, and the whole thing changes, and you didn't think of telling him two weeks ago. And I went. That's what I don't know what it is now. You don't say I don't know what it is now. But yes, I'm, I'm telling you 100. percent You don't need to bother. Bank holiday yellow lines. Bank holiday yellow lines. Exactly 100. Yeah, percent To be continued. Sure.